Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So Senator Tim Scott is a no vote on Katanji Brown-Jackson, the Supreme Court nominee from President Biden. So let us answer the question now. Is he a racist? Probably. But Tony, um, uh, Senator Tim Scott is, 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 is black. What, what does that matter? What does that matter to a group of people who are upset that he's not doing what they want him to do? And the only reason not to vote for Ketanji Brown-Jackson is because you're a racist? I mean, Whoopi Goldberg told us as much, and when has Whoopi Goldberg ever been wrong? Just say, I don't trust a black woman to do the job. Is that, is that what Tim Scott's saying? He doesn't trust a black woman to do the job? He actually had a black woman in mind named Michelle Childs from South Carolina. And people like yourself, Whoopi, said, Dad, not liberal enough. Thank you. That's what you said. So we must now answer the question. We have to go down the road. And the reason we have to go down the road is so we understand how to confront this radical nonsense garbage bigotry all around us when it happens. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What is up? The Facebooks, Tony Katz Radio, rumble.com slash Tony Katz. That's where you find me, everything at TonyKatz.com. The bigotry is everywhere, including from the younger ages up. College students, I don't know what it is about me today. I, it was that it was that Abigail Schreier thing where I'm like, damn, that's a good point. I don't like the idea of of, of bagging on millennials all day, all the time. I, I think that's that that's silly. Um, but there are serious specific issues to the millennial set and to what I guess is Gen Z. Is that what comes after it, Gen Z? Right? Um, where they 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 don't understand boundaries and they see boundaries as uh, secretive and secretive is bad right so so abigail schreier was was putting it into the context of um we don't want in gen x and older generations teachers divulging their personal information to students but millennials and, and younger might see as they're not divulging their personal information they're hiding something I, oh what are they hiding maybe they're hiding they're homophobic maybe they're hiding this that or or the other very possible very uniquely possible. However, since that's wrong, we don't want teachers sharing these things because teachers should not be involved in that part of our kids' lives. Kids should be protected in that way. They don't have to know everything an adult is feeling. It's like when a teacher says, I shouldn't have to hide that I went paddleboarding with my partner this weekend. Yes, you do. Because it's math class. <laughs> and no one gives a good holy damn about your paddleboarding. No one cares. And, and, and for teachers, this has got to be hard because I think they, they see it as, as performance art. You're not allowed to share your weekend. My gosh, how are you supposed to connect with these kids? I don't know. Teach them the sonnets. A little Shakespeare goes a long way. Let's have a serious conversation about history. Hey, how about you teach them how to balance a checkbook? Did you do that this weekend? No, no, no. You don't teach them about that. You want to teach them about frolicking. No one gives a damn about your frolicking. I don't talk about my sex life with my students. That should be the number one thing. Can I share something with you guys?
I'm going to give you an example of this. And I don't see you as, as students, but I'm going to I'm going to share with you an example of something. And producer Ari can, can can attest to this. I have on numerous occasions on this show mentioned my wife. Now, before I I got this gig, before I I came to Indianapolis and 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 got on radio on, on WIBC, I never mentioned my family at all. I went to conferences, I went to conventions, I was doing TV, I was doing video, I was doing radio, I was doing podcasts. I never, ever mentioned my family. I don't wear a a, a wedding ring. I just find it uncomfortable, right? And I've had people actually get upset with me about it. I'm like, my wife doesn't mind. Why the hell do you? And that usually ends the conversation. Um... I've never, ever mentioned my family. When people, some people found out I, I was married, they're like, whoa, whoa, you're married? Whoa, whoa, you have kids? They've known me for, for years within this world. But I have been on the air now, um, well, with both shows for eight years. Right? One way or another, I've been on the air for eight years. Nine years, really, if you consider the, the late night show I used to do on IBC. Have I ever said my wife's name on air? Producer Ari, have I ever? No, no chance. No chance. No chance and no shot. Because that's not important. Now, I will tell you that there are radio people who tell me, Tony, it's very important. People want to they want to connect with you. And I'll say, look, I get connection. I want to connect with you too. But there's a crazy world out there of crazy people. And I'm not giving them any more opportunities. So no. I don't mention my wife's name on air. I don't mention my kid's name uh, on, on air. I don't do it. I don't mention names on air. Absolutely not. My mother did once. I yelled at her. Because my job is to engage, and I do engage personal stories, but there is a limit because the limit is proper. The limit is about safety and security. The limit for the teacher is also about safety and security. But if you think that the the classroom is nothing more than your own private Idaho, this audience that you have captured and you can do anything you want with them, well, then you shouldn't be allowed to teach. Don't you get you're dangerous? You're dangerous. You're bad people. I don't trust a teacher who feels compelled on the daily to share their personal life. That's different than somebody saying, okay, so here's a crazy story, right? And giving you a little bit of like, like insight, right? Cause then it's, then it's special. Then that is exactly what it is. But I got into this, this conversation cause I was talking about Senator Tim Scott and how to deal with, with a a younger generation that's just going to scream racism or scream homophobia or whatever it is they want to scream. Let them scream. And my advice is, to the extent you want to scream, scream back. I have long heard about uh, kids who come back from college hating their parents. You were educated wrong. You don't know anything. That's just your privilege talking. And I have absorbed the conversation from parents to to my face, talking about what are are you supposed to do? It's your kids. What are you you supposed to do? 
Um, I have come to the conclusion, which I will say, at least on that subject, is easier for me to come to because I have not yet had that experience personally. My kids are not in, in college. I don't, I don't have those issues. Um, I believe that the correct response is to yell back. Who the hell do you think you are calling me a racist? I'm your father. Maybe you should talk to me like a person instead of coming here with some accusations and then thinking we should do your laundry. Who the hell are you? You walk into my house, you should treat me with respect. And if you don't want to treat me with respect, I don't care. I'm going to damn well demand it. Now, you want to talk? Let's talk. You want to get tough? Let's get tough. But you can't talk to me like that here. It ain't happening. Now, I'm sure that what I've just said has happened in families and has only escalated a problem. Because maybe it doesn't even need that much talk. Maybe it's, that's disgusting and I won't talk to you when you talk to me like that. And you'll just walk away. Maybe there's a hundred other ways to do it. But I believe that it should be confronted. I believe that when a teacher says, well, if you create this legislation in Florida, well, I won't be able to tell my students about paddleboarding. The teacher should be told point blank, no one gives a damn about your paddleboarding. You ain't that special. Teach math. When Whoopi Goldberg says if you don't vote for, for Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson that you don't trust a black woman to do the job, she should be told she's a despicable bigot. Whoopi, you're a despicable bigot. Go to hell. Next. She needs to hear that 10 times, 100 times, 1,000 times. Now, maybe what I am really discussing is my exhaustion of these awful people. Because Senator Tim Scott is a no vote on Katanji Brown-Jackson, and you know he's going to be called a racist, or a token, or whatever it is. Oh, they're going to call him a, a, a minstrel show, just doing this uh, for, for white voters. I don't want him to have to take any of it. I would much rather, tr truly, I would much rather that... Uh, Tim Scott told some of these people to just go straight to hell. I have been staring at the thing with uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock. And I get that there's a reason to respond and a reason not to. And I get that Chris Rock, to the extent that he could, composed himself and moved on with his day. And people cheer that. Guy walks up and slaps you in the face for telling a joke. Why can't you slap him back in the face? I, I want to know. I want to know the answer to the question. I want to know why it is that the only answer is stay calm. Don't respond. Try and teach them the error of their ways. I'm coming to you from a place of personal exhaustion on the subject. It is exhaustion on the subject. They are as hateful as ever, and some reason we think our job is to take it. I am not interested in that. 
I'm not interested in taking from a millennial set the idea uh, that... Uh, that that teachers should be that upfront about their personal lives. Teachers should not be engaged in their personal lives, engaging their personal lives in school at all. And teachers who do should be fired and no pension. Same with administrators. That's how it should be. I think when Whoopi Goldberg's a bigot screaming that people opposed to Judge Jackson is that they don't trust a black woman to do the job, you're saying that to Tim Scott. I think Tim Scott should tell Whoopi Goldberg she doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. And that her low-class, low-level bigotry ain't got no place in society. It has zero place in society. I don't know, maybe she's engaged in projection for all I know. But I know it's bigotry that we shouldn't want to have a part of. I think when your kid comes home from college where you're spending the money, screaming at you that you don't know history and that you have privilege, tell the kid, you're right, too much privilege. Go pay your own way for college. Have a nice day. What do you care if the kid goes to college? Look what it's doing to them. As a matter of fact, parent, why the hell are you paying for it to begin with? Why are you paying for the University of Michigan? Why are you paying for Berkeley? Why are you paying for the University of Wisconsin-Madison? Why? So they can generate students, your kids, and turn them into people who hate you? Doesn't make any sense to me. I agree I could be coming to you from a total place of frustration, as a th- I, and I'm saying to you that I am. It doesn't mean that I'm wrong. Doesn't mean that I'm off base. It might mean that that my concept needs a little bit of cleanup. It needs a little bit of spit and polish. It needs a there's, a, there's maybe a quarter turn to it. You know, part of how I, I think you get good at radio is that you put ideas into the sphere and you allow people to beat the crap out of the idea. I mean, just punch it in the face. And then you see what survives. And you ask yourself, the thing that they punched in the face, does it really have to go? Maybe sometimes yes. Maybe they've got a better idea. Sometimes no. What survives? Well, there's something there. And so now you've got the, the basis of the idea, and now you can build onto it. It's the only way you get good. And so I will never not share something with you that's in my head, on my mind. I'll, I'll never not do it. I'm always going to share the thing. Chris Rock was probably right not to slap Will Smith back. But I'm not one of these people who thinks he would have been wrong if he did. I want to know why there is no slapping back. There is no punching back. There is no pushing back. There is no fighting back. Why is that so difficult? When there is such clear and absolute hatred and bigotry being thrown the way of people who may have an honest objection. Just say, I don't trust a black woman to do the job because I know that y'all didn't have these same issues with Amy Coney Barrett. You didn't ask those questions. You didn't have those problems. Amy Coney Barrett is a textualist and wasn't involved in these weird child porn cases. Some really weird stuff. 
By the way, are we going to notice that Whoopi has reduced uh, Judge uh, Brown Jackson to uh, her skin color and and to her genitalia? Uh, there's there's nothing about her mind even involved in the conversation. There's nothing about her mind involved in the conversation. Whoopi lowers the debate because that's who she is, and I think the pushback should be should come from her doing just that. Maybe it's just me. Let me know. I'm Tony Katz. So in California, you have legislators led by Assemblyman Phil Ting. Uh, They uh, want to allow Californians to sue the gun industry for the harm their products cause, of course, after the shooting in Sacramento. So they will not put any blame on these shooters who were prohibited possessors, weren't allowed to have a firearm, were not allowed to have a firearm, but rather uh, they will go after the people who create the firearms. They won't do the same for car accidents. They're not going to go after Ford. It's the same exact mathematics. Uh, it should be noted that uh, federally there is the Protection of Lawful Commerce in Arms Act, protecting firearms manufacturers and dealers from being held liable when crimes have been committed with their products. So uh, best of luck, California. Best of luck. Uh, that that, that you, uh, you think you're going to get this through. But we all know that this is just virtue signaling. We all know that you just want to show the people in California how woke you are. You have some of the most stringent gun control laws in the country, and it still happened. And your answer is more laws. Your answer is eliminate the Second Amendment, eliminate firearms altogether. But you won't take the 300 million firearms that are already in existence off the streets. So what are you doing? Just going after lawful gun owners. It's just pure, raw, unadulterated hate. Phil Ting represents the San Francisco area. And um, as, uh, as uh, I, I think you can uh, guess, um, the leftism just continues to shine. They never recognize that the laws they have don't work, so why would new laws work? The people who are responsible are the people who had a firearm when they weren't allowed to have a firearm and engaged in this act. Go after them. Then discuss culturally why these things happen. The auto manufacturer, or the gun manufacturer who sells millions of products to people who never do anything wrong, that's who we're going after? That's hate, too. I'm Tony Counts. So this is the kind of answer that gets people crazy. Drives people like producer Ari up a wall. Drives uh, the, the, the person who is not religious nuts. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene letting people know what the definition of a woman is. And it's getting people out of their heads. Question, what is a woman? Because 
that she said she's not a biologist. I'm going to tell you right now, what is a woman? This is an easy answer. We are a creation of God. We came from Adam's rib. God created us with his hands. We are, we may be the weaker sex, we are the weaker sex, but we are our partner, our husband's wife. We are mother. Now. That's only 26 seconds of, of, of the answer right right there. Man's going to drive a lot of people crazy. It's going to drive a lot of people absolutely mad. One of those people who has been driven nuts by this is Representative Ocasio-Cortez. who tweeted out, now we know the real reason why Republicans incite epic meltdowns and moral panics around the notion of respecting trans women or acknowledging the fact that non-binary and trans people menstruate because it threatens the GOP's own definition of a woman as weak male property. Oh, my. She is so... She's... I don't want to say dumb. 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 She is something, isn't she? First, let's let's be clear about something. And I and I, I want to make sure it's understood. Only women menstruate. I that that's it. This isn't a debate. There is no other way to see it. No, there is no other point of view. There isn't a well an exception. Only women menstruate. Only those who eject a lining of their uterus. Do I have it right? Have I done the have I done the science right? I, I said eject. Someone's gonna yell at me for eject. They're the only ones who menstruate. Those are women. Not women who say they're men, those are women. Not men who say they're women, though they aren't women at all. Come on! I mean, this is what I'm talking about with the pushback conversation. No, I'm not mad. I don't want to get mad at anybody. Live your life the way you see fit. But don't tell me not to believe the reality of a situation. Which is what's happening all the time. Non-binary and trans people menstruate? Only women do. Everything else is a lie, you psychopath freak. That's Representative Ocasio-Cortez, not anybody else. Everything else is a, is a lie. And you really think, do you really think that Marjorie Taylor Greene believes that the GOP definition of a woman is weak male property? Did she mean physically weak or mentally weak? No, you don't ask that question, Representative Ocasio-Cortez. Why would you want the answer? A, rep, a, a recognition of, of, of physical strength. A recognition of physical strength or a lack thereof in comparison. That's the conversation. Did you, did, what, what weaker did you think? 
What weaker did were, were you thinking of there? Male property? Because she may have some biblical connection? Ooh. I, I have said for a while now that Ocasio-Cortez's social media game has just gone to bloody hell in a handbasket. But you really want to take a, you really want to get into a fight about this with the Christian right? I need all of the popcorn and all of the bourbon I can get. Where are the Weaver popcorn guys? How are they not sponsors of this show? Here's what's going to happen, producer Ari. You and me, we're going to get a couple of lawn chairs. We're going to get a couple of chaise lounge. You know what I'm talking about? Right? Sure. So, so boom, pop, pop. We get a couple of those. We put our feet up. We're going we're gonna to have some bourbon. We're going to get a big, big-ass bucket of popcorn. And we're going to watch Ocasio-Cortez try and defend herself uh, against uh, Christians who have actually studied this stuff. How's that sound? Uh, I mean, it sounds entertaining. I'm not going to lie. Right? Two Jews are going to sit back with some bourbon and popcorn, and we're going to watch uh, 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 the, 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 the Gentiles just go to town. Oh, I'm, I'm out of this conversation, kids. But I can't wait to watch everybody else. Ocasio-Cortez thinking for a second she can play in this field. <laughs> Don't you know just to leave some things alone? I will tell you, hearing Marjorie Taylor Greene's uh, answer, I've been around enough Christians to know that some people might answer it like that. I would argue that the people I know would probably answer it with better clarity. But the funniest thing here is, is that, oh, you can't define what a woman is. Well, if I just said an adult female human being, I'd, I'd, I'd be fine. If I said somebody who has a, a vagina, um, I'd, I'd also be right. And, of course, we'd be talking about at birth. We could have a conversation of XX and XY chromosomes. But, I mean, that's, that's, that's an easy thing to, to, to define. The biblical will take study. And it, it, it could be tough for some. And I think it could be better said than, than Marjorie Taylor Greene. And now uh, AOC is going to get a whole bunch of it. But wasn't the only thing on Twitter going on today. No, 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 no. Uh, we have noticed over here at Tony Katz today that I go through these phases of people acting like total schmucks on my Twitter feed. Like total, total schmucks. And, and, and like, I'll go through times where nobody is responding to things or, or you know, uh, in general. And then I got people that, times where people are just coming out of the woodwork to try and insult me. And today was one of those days, producer Ari. Today was one of those days because I had tweeted out this morning, I could really go for some cocoa or cookie crisp cereal. I don't know. I was in the mood. That's a pretty offensive tweet. I can get why people were on you for that one. Right. I, I, I just wanted something chocolatey, and, and, and then I just thought of Cookie Crisp. And, and I actually, I think I maybe had Cookie Crisp once in my life. It isn't my go-to cereal. Um, Honey Nut Cheerios would be my go-to cereal. That's a good choice. It's perfect, right? It's freaking perfect. Yeah, it's pretty good. That or, 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 or Apple Jacks. I dig, I dig ah, those. I do like Apple Jacks, too. All right. And so uh, a guy on Twitter, JWT Acoustic, responds... It doesn't look like you need either one to me. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty mean, but it's just the random unnecessariness of it makes it humorous. So this guy looked at the tweet, 
couldn't leave it alone, had to comment. And the comment was, Tony, you're already a big fat bastard. You don't need these things. Anybody who thinks that social media isn't a dumpster fire is out of their mind, out of their head crazy. It's just the worst thing in the world because this guy, he had time to think about what he was going to say. He had time to ignore what he read. He could have just blocked me, but nope, he had to come back with this. So I responded, oh, I get it. A joke about my weight. You're probably one of those guys who hates bullies too, right? Because <laughs> really they're always like that. They always see themselves as moral and pious. And to prove my point, he responded by saying, nah, you're pretty good at pointing out the obvious. So I thought I would return the favor. What? He is. He is thinking. Now, now maybe... Maybe he's not actually trying to be rude. Maybe he just thought he was, it, was, it was just like a good-natured ribbing, which would be another problem because social media is a dumpster fire. How could you even tell? How could you even tell? Did he use an emoji? There, there were, I, I believe it was emoji-less. That it was not in good faith and not in good fun. I was reading yesterday about Selena Gomez, uh, the actress, the singer, who, she's 29. She, I feel like she's been in my life my whole life. Um, I consider Selena Gomez to be, you know, there, there are a lot of, of pop stars and there's a lot of younger stars who uh, Hollywood and, and, and the PR folk want to impress upon you as attractive. Selena Gomez is absolutely beautiful. Producer Ari, am I wrong? Facts. Absolutely, absolutely a beautiful woman. And she seems normal. Now, I know she's had uh, health issues and there was a kidney thing and, 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 a, and a series of things. And I don't, I, she, she's in the, the show Only Murders in the Building with Steve Martin and Martin Short on Hulu. It's, it's, it's a great show. I don't consider her the best actress in the world. Not, not, not by a, a long shot, but I've always considered her, to the extent that one could be normal in this world, kind of normal. And I know she's had uh, mental health challenges, and she just came out with something called, I think it's called Wondermind, which is a, a platform for people to get self-help, right, uh, on, on, on mental issues, uh, talking about her own, and I have zero problem uh, with that. But in, in the piece that I, that I read, it turns out she's been off social media for four years. All I could do was this. Uh, that is exactly right. Get out of the hellscape. The anger, the bitterness. Now, do things change with Elon Musk purchasing 9.2% of the, of the Twitter stock? No. Does it change with him getting on the board of directors? Of course not. Schmucks will still be there talking about your weight, and Ocasio-Cortez will still be out there thinking she understands what Christians believe. Oh, she hates Christians, just so we understand each other. It will forever be a cesspool of hot garbage. 
What you, what you need to do is create your own groups and create your own uh, way connection points so you're not surrounded by the hot garbage. It's, it's why we built the community on the Facebook page, Tony Katz Radio, and I'm moving that over to Locals, L-O-C-A-L-S, Locals.com, both Tony Katz and what I do in the cigar and bourbon world, eat, drink, smoke. It's why I've moved things over to Rumble. Uh, it, it's to be able to create more of, of, a, of a connected world of people who actually want to be there. And disagreement isn't, doesn't come from a place of hate. It comes, a place, come, comes from a place of, of, of thinking. Because I don't want to be around the guy who thinks I shouldn't be able to have cocoa. Which, by the way, I could still go for some freaking cocoa. It's been hours. No one's brought me a cup of cocoa. No one's even offered. It's so rude. But getting away from the stuff matters. I tell you now, if it wasn't for the business, I wouldn't do it at all. I wouldn't do it at all. As a matter of fact, if you were to look at my personal page on Facebook, I don't even know what's there. I can't think of the last time I posted. I don't. I do it to connect. I do it to, to, to share stories. I do it to, to move things that are going on. And then it, we're able to, to talk. And then when we really like get into the chat rooms and things like that, the stuff we do on the show, people calling in, that's the, that's, that's the stuff. Right? That's, to me, the part that matters. And that's why we utilize it. But, but Selena Gomez took it into her own hands to say, this wasn't helping me. I have 300 million followers worldwide and I'm miserable so I clearly don't need this in my life if I'm miserable and she's absolutely right absolutely positively right just because people say you need it doesn't mean that you need it and I come up against a different problem people look at the amount of followers you have to determine whether or not you're you're popular Oh, that's going to determine your ad rate. So how many followers? Oh, it's not enough followers. Oh, you know. This is the part that matters? Really? You certainly want to serve an audience. And I'm sure Selena Gomez wants to have millions of people either buying a record or, 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 or seeing a movie. But your social media game determines everything. So you got to be more and more outlandish, more and more outrageous in order to get follows? Hmm. I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to play in that world. <laughs> I don't think I want that fight. Acacia Cortez is going to get abused for her response, and Marjorie Taylor Greene's answer wasn't perfect. I will be there though with the bourbon and the popcorn to watch it happen. I'm Tony Katz. Sorry about that. Muncie, Indiana, they are saying that they will happily take Ukrainian refugees. So I didn't know that Muncie uh, took Afghan refugees. Of course, we had Afghan refugees coming to Camp uh, Atterbury uh, here in Indiana, and then uh, they were uh, dispersed from there. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, great to be with you. Uh, But it's an interesting story from over at Wish TV. Um, that you have business owners and others who are like, listen, let's 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 bring in Ukrainian uh, refugees. It's 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 fine by us. 
So the Muncie mayor is Dan Ridenour. Um, he was asked if uh, by uh, a business owner if uh, the city was in a position to take Ukrainian refugees if needed. And his response was, with the success we've had with the Afghan refugee project, we felt like, hey, we kind of know what we're doing as a city and we might be able to help. I can I kind of get this from the 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 place of of Muncie, right? You're a city that wants to build. You're a city that wants to grow. You've had very very hard times for a great number of decades, and right now the only thing holding this the city of Muncie together is Ball State. You do need more, and there are businesses that are coming, and I, and I love that. Maybe they just see, hey, we've got a lot to offer and we can these people can settle here and create a life and that life will be better for all of us. And these are actual refugees. That's a very American way of living kind of thinking. I can dig that. Lots of room for women and children in Indiana. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, tomorrow everyone. Take care.